You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The police minister, Becky Taylor, says six suspects have been arrested in connection with the murder of rapper AKA and his friend Tabelo Mutuane. The pair were gunned down last year at a Durban restaurant in Florida Road in KwaZulu-Natal. The suspects are expected to appear in court on Thursday. KZN Police Commissioner Lieutenant General Mansansan Kwanazi elaborates on the breakthrough. AKA as well as Mr. Tabelo Motswane, uh, who is also known as Tips. The incident that happened on the 10th of February in Florida here in Devon. These six They played different roles during the operation. We have a coordinator who's basically the master of everything, is in custody. We have um, two shooters that you also on, on social media. We have um, two spotters that were part, one of the spotters was inside the restaurant observing and watching Mr. Uh, Mr. Forbes and, 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 his, and his friends as well as the organizer of firearms and vehicles, because the vehicle used as a getaway, firearms that were used to shoot, they all hired. As I said, the six of them, uh, the spotter initially followed uh, the uh, Mr. Forbes from the airport on arrival, all the way to the hotel, as well as uh, to the restaurant where the incident happened. And that was the KZN Police Commissioner, Lieutenant General Nsantlam Kwanazi. For more on this, we joined on the line by the National Police uh, Spokesperson, Atlanta Mate. A very good morning to you and welcome. A very good morning to you and thank you for the opportunity. First, tell us why were police in South Africa initially almost reluctant to confirm reports by the Times of Eswatini that two suspects were indeed arrested in connection with AKA's murder? Look, firstly, let me highlight that this is a um, culmination of great detective work and a culmination of teamwork. I'm working closely with the NPA. We had a team of experts, seasoned detectives, analysts, and technicians. Um, in this particular case, we employed a strategy where we thought that um, it was best that whoever we have in custody, let's keep them and arrest them on other cases other than this one until we have rounded up everyone in this matter. Remember, we are talking about uh, well-trained hitmen, and um, our fear was that if we start announcing and start saying we have these people in custody, uh, those that are outside and those that we were still searching for would be taken out. Um, so this is a strategy that we employed together with the NPA to say, let us get the whole, everyone that was involved in custody first, let this case be court ready, and then let's announce and ensure that within 48 hours they are in court. So as soon as uh, those two appeared in the Swaziland uh, Magistrate Court, we then proceeded with the uh, 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 warrants of arrest for those that were still outstanding. I think it was one a suspect who is the coordinator, who is the distributor of the money, and we executed that warrant and as soon as everyone was rounded up we said now it's time how were the other four suspects tracked down and, and how confident is law enforcement that you have now the right suspects in custody 
Well, I can't say much about our strategy, but I can confirm to you that the first suspect in this case was arrested as far back as the 22nd of April, and we know the suspect to be the organizer of the firearms and the vehicles. The second suspect, who we know is a spotter, was arrested as far back as uh, October, the 24th of October. The third suspect, the shooter, in December. So we have been playing our cards close to our chest, and I think this particular um, case and the way that we have handled it uh, must be a great lesson um, to the public and, most importantly, uh, affected families that such cases, such um, uh, complicated uh, cases and that has the hallmarks of organized crime in it require time, it requires maximum resources, it requires uh, patience as well, and for everyone to trust the police to say, even if police investigators do take time, it is to ensure that we build a watertight case that will be able to stand in court. And I think that that is what um, we have employed as the SAPS, as the team that is involved to say, let us not leave, uh, uh, you know, holes in this case. Let's ensure that when we uh, are ready to go to court, we have a strong case. We've got a solid case that will be able to stand in court because right through the case, I can tell you, we are going to be opposing bail. And I think the team has illustrated that they do have a solid case because if we are saying the first suspect was arrested as far back as April and he has been in custody since then, he has not been released, it tells you that we have enough evidence uh, to prosecute. I thank you so much. That was the National Police Spokesperson, Atlanta Mate. For more on this, let's go to Mbongaseni Nzimande, a journalist for the Times of Eswatini. He broke the story of the two arrested suspects in connection with AK's murder. Very good morning to you and welcome. Very good morning, sir. Uh, Mr. Mkunazi, initially the South African authorities denied the claims by the Times of Eswatini that the two suspects were arrested in Eswatini for the murder of AKA, but... Your publication remained adamant that the two were linked to the case. Do you feel now vindicated by the revelations by the South African police minister confirming that the two suspects were indeed linked to this case? Absolutely. We feel, we feel, we feel, we feel uh, vindicated, uh, because I think they, they, they were, I mean, after the publication of the story was a hula baloo, and I mean, a lot of people saying we, we, we wrote something that is not true. However, we element that what we wrote was the truth and the only truth because it was based on affidavits that have been filed by the South African uh, National Prosecuting Authority. Now, how do you, re- do, you, do you know how the two suspects were tracked down by the members of the Royal Eswatini Police Service then? And are they still in custody in Eswatini? Yes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be pretty sure how, how, how they managed to track them. But what I know for a fact is that they received information from their South African counterparts that they are hiding in Swatini. Then they proceeded to do their own investigation, where then their investigation led them to a certain homestead. I mean, certain homestead where they were renting a they were renting a house, a flat, where the accused persons were, were found inside the house where they were hiding. And have the uh, Eswatini authorities been able to establish the motive for the murders of AKA and his friend? And, and how much were the suspects paid to carry out this hit? Uh, I wouldn't say I, w- I wouldn't say much about whether the the local police did establish what was the motive behind the the killing of Mr. Forbes. But what I I, I know is what is contained in the affidavit that was uh, deposed to by the 
the the the the TPP or the Director of Private Prosecution from Etegui in Iswan, Mrs. Harrison, where she detailed or narrated the events or leading to the demise of Mr. Forbes and the implication of the two suspects, which is Siabong and Demande and one Malus in Demande, who are said to be brothers from Eguazulu Natal. We also understand that the two suspects in Iswatini are also facing two other charges apart from the alleged murder of the rapper. Um, what are they, those charges? Absolutely. Pay, pay, pay the application, pay the request for the provisional arrest is, uh, that has been filed by the South African uh, Prosecution Authority. It is reflected that the two the two accused persons are still in custody, if I may put it like that, uh, are facing two other charges, which include the murder of uh, one Mr. Wandile Gunene, who was a businessman, who was shot near a mall in Durban, in Guasulu Natal, and it also include the murder of a certain uh, Ms., a certain Gobo, who was also shot while he was being driven by uh, a, a woman was shot. I mean, around around Mazimtot, if I'm not mistaken. There, so they wanted for those two murders, including that one of Mr. Forbes. So they're facing, as per the the the, the FE David, they're facing uh, charges of of murder, conspiracy to murder, money laundering, a position of uh, of firearms and ammunition. So they're facing those charges according to the document that has been filed by the National Prosecution Authority of South Africa through our local uh, prosecution uh, authority. I thank you so much for that update, Mbongaseni Nzimande. He's a journalist for the Times of Eswatini. He broke that story. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.